Welcome back. Spring is in the air, and you're listening to the April episode of Three Minute Three R's, your monthly recap of efforts to replace, reduce, and refine the use of animals in research. This month, mice are staying home while macaques are on the move. But first up, let's seize an update on zebrafish assays. The zebrafish embryo, considered to experience little or no pain or distress, has been investigated as a humane replacement to the adult fish and adopted for chemical characterization and hazard assessments. The systematic evaluation of the application of zebrafish in toxicology, or the CSIN initiative, was developed by the National Toxicology Program Interagency Center for the Evaluation of Alternative Toxicological Methods to address inconsistent test guidelines and identify sources of variability for zebrafish embryo-based assays. The goals included gathering input from zebrafish investigators on sources of outcome variability and facilitating a multi-laboratory evaluation of protocol variables. The CSIT team identified key factors producing variability, which are highlighted in a report in a recent publication in Altex. While the current effort focused on defining a set of parameters that all researchers should consider, further advancements would improve the ease with which zebrafish embryo screening data could be used to inform a broad range of health-related research areas, including chemical hazard assessments. As the CSIT effort progresses, connections continue to be made with zebrafish researchers to collect a broad range of opinions and foster greater consistency in experimental approaches. Next up, how to best move your macaques. To move an animal as large as a macaque, many primate labs use special chair-like devices in which the animals are restrained. It can take considerable time to get them trained and comfortable in the chairs, and the process can be stressful to all the primates involved. A team at Oxford, which uses macaques for neuroscience research, set out to refine their transportation training procedures. Details about their approach were published in the Journal of Neuroscience Methods at the beginning of the month. In short summary, they found that short but frequent training sessions started soon after animals arrived at the facility and using mostly positive reinforcement in the form of tasty treats was most effective. They recommend that animals be trained in pairs or small groups rather than alone and that negative reinforcement be limited as much as possible. They found that they could get their macaques into their transport devices in as few as 10 training sessions. And speaking of moving animals, why do it at all if you don't have to? Behavioral tasks in rodents have been an important tool in neuroscience research, but they are not without limitations. Traditional approaches are labor-intensive and require handling of the animals to move them to the testing arena, which can cause stress and affect the experimental outcomes. Eskin and colleagues in London and Heidelberg developed a fully automated system to address these issues. Autonomous described in PLOS One, houses cohorts of up to 25 mice and allows continuous training and testing in an enriched home cage environment over a period of several months. Controlled by an ID microchip in each mouse, the cage is designed so that the animals can enter a behavioral test area individually, access water and engage in the tasks whenever they choose. The automated weighing module can enable monitoring to make sure the mice receive the amount of fluid they require. The system is also designed for minimal disturbance during cleaning, including bedding exchange without direct human contact. Detailed instructions and software are included in the paper to facilitate setup in other labs. The technology is less time-consuming and offers benefits to animal welfare, 
as the animals are kept in their home cage and don't have to be picked up as often. Visit the link in the description to find out more and see a video of Autonomous in action. That's all for April. We hope you enjoyed your latest 3Rs updates, brought to you by the North American 3Rs Collaborative, Lab Animal, and the NC3Rs. Check us out online for more, and we'll be back in May with more 3Rs news. Thanks for listening.